everybody, and welcome to another special month episode of Turning On To Harbor. And I am now a junior in high school and ready to conquer the world. And what better way to conquer the world with, with the three coolest people that I know. Guys, it's the Disney Culture Club with me today. What's going on? Hola. Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we're not the whole Network 1901, really, technically. We are, we are <laughs> yeah, technically, technically more We the are the Disney Culture, Culture Club. Club. That is, that's true, yeah. <laughs> We've got yeah. Angie, and we've got who else makes up the network? Nineteen. Danny. Oh yeah. Danny technically, Danny's. but Danny, Danny, uh, he he has his own YouTube channel that is doing stuff, and he he had a hard time, uh, um, just kind of keeping like being able to. He felt like he was like he couldn't do enough work fast enough. Gotcha. So, yeah. but he's but, become more of like he, an advisor. Yeah. yeah. But he still has like some of our highest watched videos. So. <laughs> yeah, he's created some really good cool <laughs> content for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got the crew from the Disney Culture Club, a new, newer show on Network 1901. Obviously, we've seen Dale on Turning On to Harbor before as we talked about our Disneyland in one day. But we have <laughs> some newer faces for those of you who are not into or have not found network 1901 yet we've got josh and shannon with us today so i just wanted to kind of start off a little bit because we're kind of just starting to get into this thing on turning on to harbor where we're going kind of going behind the microphone we want to hear a little bit more about you know where you guys grew up what, what you're up to other than disney at the moment we can start with so this doesn't get confusing we'll start <laughs> we're with, all being um, polite yeah, we'll start with uh, the eldest of the three of you, which would be oh, another me. question for you. Uh, it's me or Dale. I'm not sure when Dale's birthday is. It's you. I think you're way older than me, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Are you not 47? No, that is oh. definitely not true. I'm pretty sure you're 56. Oh. By yeah, the conversation we had a few days ago, I would think, uh, no. Um... Uh, no, my birthday is July 25th. I'm turning, uh, I was born in 1985. So I'm turning I am, 30. And I'm the oldest. My birthday is July 9th. July 9th. So I'm the oldest the by a few age. weeks. Wow, we're like so close. Yeah, so we're real. the same age otherwise? Whoa. Yeah. We have to so celebrate your birthday. I guess we're just celebrating our birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, I'm the oldest, I guess. Wow, that's nice. Um, <laughs> so uh, I grew up born and raised in Denver, Colorado. Oh, Detroit. Uh, yeah, uh, born and raised in Denver, Colorado, and I made um, my love of Disney out of kind of being able to go on family road trips um, to Disneyland, and then eventually, like later, um, you know, flying to Disney World, and um, and yeah, I just I just kind of have always been like a Denver kid until recently. Um, six months ago, I moved to Anaheim, and I live uh, within walking distance of Disneyland. Um, well. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I, yeah, I was uh, like um, a teen pregnancy, 80s teen pregnancy child. So, nice. like, my parents were 17 and 18. Um, they were pretty rough people. They're pretty. They are pretty rough people. Um, and. Uh, um, when I, I was always connected to the films and stuff like that. And I, like my mom was on welfare the whole time I was with her. So I didn't, wasn't able to like go on anything, but my aunt, uh, had like a really good job as like a travel agent, agent and stuff like that. 
and I was really close with her and my uncle. And so on my eighth birthday, they took me to Disneyland for the very first time, and my brain melted with just love and uh, excitement. And uh, and that's where I fell in love with like Space Mountain and Splash Mountain, and obviously you know Pirates of the Caribbean, and, you know the classics. Uh, and uh, and then again, um, um, I think it was to like try to cheer me up or something like that. But then they took me because my mom. <laughs> my mom uh we i have a half brother and half sister we have the same mom and then on easter um she left like she left our family for a period of time and so on my 10th birthday which was that year my aunt took me to disneyland again just me and her and i had a really nice time and uh and um yeah then i became an adult <laughs> eventually <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and and, uh, and then uh, no and then on my it was then on my thirtieth birthday we went to I took the kids to Disneyland uh, on a road trip and those are the only three times I've ever been to Disneyland and I've been to Disney World one time which was uh, uh, I guess three years ago and that was when Jude was just like we got Jude was like a month before he was not free and uh, so we, we went to Disney World and had a really good time but that was where that's how I was born and raised that's kind of the short version of it obviously there's a lot to uh, a lot more to it yeah and we kind of heard a little bit about that on your episode of DCC where it was just you which I thought was really kind of interesting to hear it from your perspective and it really it kind of emotionally moved me a little bit the way that you kind of explained how you were brought up on these Disney cartoons and how you were just kind of like this this kid who was kind of brought up via these Disney cartoons and just in the way that you uh, were yeah. kind of um I just thought that was so so moving the way that you kind of talked about that <laughs> Well, yeah, it's thanks. Like it, I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Like, yeah, I went to twelve ele- like twelve elementary schools. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and it was like we changed cities almost every like all like like half the time. Half the time we changed cities. So, it was uh, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't able to have long term friends and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, like Disney movies. Like all my like a hundred percent. Like most of my early morality and ethics, and uh, like how to treat people, uh, is forged from Disney, like Disney and like Disney esque type things, and gotcha. uh, that's why I have like a like that's why to like to this day I still have a hard time when you have like um, people who say pretty radical stuff on the internet that love disney you know like i'm like i'm like what weren't they watching that like why did they love how can they love the same stuff i love uh and then not take the same message from it you know like i i I still have a hard time with that right like how do people watch zootopia and just not see what it's trying to say Mm -hmm. and uh i'm like actually be working on a series um, which is probably going to be much more like self-reflective uh, than I uh, originally anticipated <laughs> it to be. Um, but it's a, a, a series where I'm going to do the ex- explaining, and I'm going to explain the meaning of all of the different, like what what's happening in a in a Disney movie. So like take Zootopia and take the moments, the imagery, the metaphors, the things that I'm you know good at with literature and stuff, yeah, and uh, and symbolism and. Ex- 
explain it um, hopefully in an entertaining and somewhat brief manner. Cool. <laughs> very, very cool. Alright, Shan, well that goes to you. Where Yeah. Where you <laughs> yeah, so I was born and raised uh, just outside of Nashville. I always just say Nashville because that's a lot easier. A lot of people don't know where Mount Juliet, Tennessee is. Gotcha. But I, you know, I was born like right after like, or I guess during the Disney Renaissance. So like as I was growing up, I was catching those movies right as they came, like right as they were starting to go into the vaults. So, like the first Disney movie I ever owned was um, Aladdin. And I, ever since then, I've been like a huge Disney princess girl. Like I, that's my favorite thing about Disney is probably the Disney princesses even to this day. And I just like, I've loved growing up with the Disney movies. I like that they've kind of grown with me. I'm kind of like, went from that you know renaissance into the revival along with them and you know been to disney world a couple of times been when i was little i've gone with my dad he lives kind of near there and it's just kind of been ever since then disney and reading that's how i get all of my stuff for the world because i'm a shy kid that doesn't like to talk to people <laughs> but, you know except on podcasts where you're talking except to on podcasts. <laughs> that that's different you guys i can't see you guys yeah. what yeah true <laughs> Alright, so my next question for all three of you is, what do you do for work outside of the podcast and the network? Because I know the network is a whole lot of work, but we all kind of have some some day jobs that go along with that. So we'll start off with Josh, for those of you who don't listen and don't know what Josh does. Josh is homeless. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm pretty much broke. Um, I eat garbage. Yeah, um, get in the podcast, and kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, um, the grouch, actually. So literally, so, Josh. I'm actually really, really lucky. Um, the podcast, like, so when I started um, podcasting, Modern Mouse Radio, which is the show that we do on Wednesdays, um, that started long before Network 1901. And Modern Mouse Radio kind of grew an audience um and a, a pretty loyal audience and after a few years um my wife and i at the time she was my girlfriend but um we were living together and she didn't really like her job and so she decided that she liked making like these little mickey mouse ears for when she um you know was going to go to disneyland or disney world and every time um or when we went to Disneyland and, and we knew in our on our upcoming trip to Disney World that people had asked her, you know, where she got them. And she said, oh, I made them. Uh, and so we kind of came up with this idea of maybe we could sell them. And then, of course, we found out that, like, um, other people did sell them. So it's like, okay, well, this is a possible lucrative thing. And then um, we started Modern Mouse Boutique, which is our uh, our ear business online. And we started selling stuff, and within six months of um, her making them and selling them as her full-time job, um, within six months, it became my full-time job as well. So I basically wake up in the morning, and I think about Disney things um, basically until I go to bed at night. And uh, we're always designing new stuff and whatnot, but then I, I do other things as well. I like other things in life. Mm -hmm. Um so I just picked up a job. Uh, well, I had had a job doing this, and then I moved out to Anaheim, and I picked up the job once again out here um, hosting trivia with a company called Geeks Who Drink. I, li I like being on a microphone and kind of like doing stand-up comedy or performing, and so that kind of fits that need. 
going on to Dale. Dale, what do you do on a daily basis? Uh, I'm an electrician. Um, and apparently not a very good one. And, uh, the, um, well, no, I have a second job as well. What's your second I just job? Work at, I would just work at a store. Oh, okay. Just Retail. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, well, I'm currently still in school. I only have a year of college left. I am a plant and soil science major. The kind of hope is maybe doing something with uh, crop improvement, maybe with vineyards and stuff. So, you know, I'm all about the GMOs. But um, right now I work part-time at a famous president's house. I work in the visitor center there. So I get to explain to people that it is in fact a walking tour. We will not drive you up there. You have to walk up there yourself. And the movie times are this, this, and this. Now go away. That's basically all I have to do. <laughs> well, it sounds like if you need to be a cast member for uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, I mean, yeah. you will be top I'd be all over that. <laughs> We all want to work at Disneyland to some extent, I think. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Really quickly, let's go around the board. If you were to work at Disneyland, what would you want your job to be? I mean, most people just assume that, like, I need to be a Jungle Cruise skipper. You do. Um, and and I guess so. You know, I do love I do love that. So. I think, I think a musician, I think, like, a Disneyland musician would be good, too. Well, that would definitely be my go-to. Josh, yeah. you play uh, instruments? Yeah, I play guitar. I initially my first instrument was bass, okay. but I play guitar um, and I sing. So. Oh, sweet. What about Dale think, and Shannon? Yeah. Do you guys play instruments? I played the French horn for like a year, and then I got braces, so that stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Shannon actually does color guard, which is even more intense. Yeah, so I play the rifle, flag, and saber. That's what I tell people when they ask me what instrument I play in the band. Because um, I used to dance when I was younger, and then it just kind of translated into color guard, which is much more hardcore. So if I worked at Disney, I'd want to probably be in like one of the shows. I don't know if I'd want any speaking lines, but I really love like <laughs> performing in theater. So I'd like to be like a sing, like a dancing plate in the background or something, you know. Nice, <laughs> nice. There's um, only one place where you can be a dancing plate. Right? So. That's, yeah. See? <laughs> um, That's a good point. Like, other than, like, park director? Uh, yeah, I was thinking Walt the Disney himself. Than, yeah, yeah. Bob other Iger, than being like Bob be? Iger. <laughs> other than being Bob Iger. Uh, no, I would probably... I'd probably really like to be uh, one of the, like, characters. I probably would like to be different types of characters. Um, maybe even, like, a stage host or work on like like work with the little kids on the little Jedi Academy stuff that type of thing yeah. that type of work would be fun for me um, but I don't know if there'd be much call for my like what character could like there's no like I guess I could walk around with a Dalmatian and be Roger but that wouldn't be very exciting <laughs> for people <laughs> I don't know I mean a dog is pretty exciting yeah uh, yeah that's true yeah yeah and I don't I I have a hard time uh, cleaning up after dogs, <laughs> so like, I just, it's just not my, just not my. I just don't enjoy it yeah. <laughs> very much, and yeah. so I wouldn't. But they probably have some sort of handler, so yeah, maybe totally. I could be Roger. It's custodial, don't even worry. Yeah, about it. Uh, but yeah, that would be my, that'd be my my gig. I think I, I think Skipper, that would be fun too. But uh, I think I'd get fired immediately for going off script way too fast. <laughs> like it would be like. 
I was like third, probably like third cruise in. I'm like, all right, mofos. <laughs> <laughs> and they just like, go, Dale. I also think it'd be really cool to be a plaid and go around and explain the park Oh, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, Josh would be a great plaid. I think that would uh, be an amazing and he And he would give, like, he would give no cares about who he was, like, having to work with. He'd be nope. like, whatever, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because when I was at Disneyland, um, for the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy, the Lopez brothers were there. So if you're into basketball, you probably know who they are. Um, and I was like, I just looked at them. I was like, those are tall dudes. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, they're they're they play in the NBA. And I was like, that's cool. I hope they don't take my spot in line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be that tall, eh? Yeah, that was yep. like. Kobe, I was standing in line at Radiator Springs Racers, and Kobe walks up with the plaid, and everybody's like, yo, Kobe! I was like, wait, why does he get to go in front of us? Right? Because yeah. <laughs> he paid for a plaid. Yeah, paid for a plaid. Plaids are expensive. They're what, like um, like two fifty nine an hour minimum four hours, Jeez. or something like that? Yep. Yeah, it gets expensive fast. That's crazy. Um, but, but if, like, I don't know, even if you were like only kind of rich, that's kind of worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, sure. like, like even the double the the double pass at Universal Studios is kind of worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I also think it would be, um, you know, leading those guys around or leading a tour would be cool too. Yeah, I definitely do a tour. I don't know if I could like hang out with the same three people all day long uh, that I don't I don't really care about. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, there we go. I was like, well, D23 is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. seriously. Um, so, where's Josh? I don't know. We haven't seen him in a little while. <laughs> Josh got tired. He doesn't want to be around us anymore. I couldn't bother him with you people. Sam's just like, ugh, I'm out of here. Yep. <laughs> okay. It's so... like, meanwhile, Shannon goes and introverts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon says, where's Shannon? Oh, she's reading. Where's Dale? Yeah, she just wandered away. In the corner. Where's Dale? <laughs> He's trying to make everybody his friend. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to get more people for the podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, smoothing everybody. Smoothing. Um, some more kind of personal, just fun questions. Did you guys play? Do you play any sport? Are you on any like co-ed sports teams now? And if not, did you play any sports as a kid? Um, I actually played soccer as a kid like in grade school Mm -hmm. um but then when it got to like middle school high school age and stuff um i i didn't like i was definitely um a kid like i gotta be in like the i gotta be the school president my senior year of high school which was cool um and we put together like events like i like doing events and stuff more than i did like sports because i i just i just hate practice i like i like to show up and do the thing and then be done um no we like i did uh you know a one-off like men's volleyball tournament um and stuff like that but yeah no real like oh yeah i did wrestling through all of high school or i did football or whatever like i didn't do that gotcha gotcha 
Yeah, and I mean, I did, you know, color guard, but I did soccer when I was little, and then marching band is such, it, it is a sport, especially when you're in a competitive marching band, like, I'm gonna just put it's that true. out there, true. <laughs> and so, like, I had to go to every single football game, I don't know anything about sports ball, but, you know, guard was fun, so there you go. There you, you said go. football right the first time, aye, aye, aye. Sports ball, <laughs> scoring the points. <laughs> um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, so I played soccer hockey rugby basketball baseball um volleyball uh oh roller hockey you had to play two types of hockey because i'm canadian right um of yeah i think that's it Dang, Jack um, over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's I'm, the sporty he's sporty yeah, spice he's the for sporty sure one. yeah yeah <laughs> I will, but the thing is, like, I did that while I was in theater, and uh, like, I did. I was in a, I was on the, I was a captain of the improv team. I was in a play for two and a half years during high school, and um, uh, I was also on the grad council because we ran our school via a council, not just one person. So, well, that was best of both worlds. <laughs> just completely fortifies my jack of all trades statement. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just play completely. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, homework. <laughs> I'm over I here did, like you uh, barely do I did, anything. I did terrible. I like got fifty percent in every class. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh, no one told me that people were gonna want you to have sixty and seventy percent when you graduated. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. Oh so, uh, yes. Yeah. Um. Let's talk a little bit more about the network now that we've gotten to know the three of you a little bit more. So, Disney Culture Club, can you guys kind of tell me a little bit about how that came to be and why I suddenly was <laughs> really, really worried when I didn't see the decast show up on Monday? That is all Dale. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if I am the best person to handle it, but I guess, like, um, the... You know, Andy um, didn't want to be a part of the network anymore. And so on a Thursday, he said, I'm not on the network anymore. And the DCAST is no longer a part of the network. And so we were like, okay. Um, it wasn't like totally like the, the, it happened it happening was a bit like sudden but it wasn't totally out of the blue in, in essence like andy had a was had on a couple of times kind of had talked about how the network wasn't really what he wanted it what wanted to do he wanted to do a podcast um and and that was totally fine and we would talk about it and stuff like that and because the network was kind of josh and my mind's idea when I was doing the decast and he was doing Modern Mouse Radio, gotcha. and and uh, so yeah, so that Sunday we had a new show um, ready with a new logo, um, like new intro. <laughs> like yeah. Dale um, literally yeah. called me and he was like, "We need to figure this out yeah. right now." Yeah, <laughs> we we kind of like had this huge powwow and just like I sat. Um, Originally, it was going to be just like, Shannon and I, and then Josh shoehorned his way into the show. And I did, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah. but I, I think, like, uh, I sat down and did, like, all the artwork and all the music yeah. and everything, like, in one day. 
yeah. for that show to get it ready to go and like we there were still kinks and things that we you know <laughs> figured, like figured out by the time that yeah, like yeah. Yeah, it took episode us like eight, eight. episodes to yeah, like, get yeah, it right. there we go yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> but like shannon um, had internet problems yeah yeah and like we had like a yeah, we added in some, like, graphics and stuff, but, like, the show, you know, we knew it was going to, like, kind of become something different over time. But it really comes down to, like, Andy um, Andy leaving because he, he didn't want to be a part of the network because the network really became, um, for all of us, like a, like a real part-time job. And I don't think he was looking for a part-time job. I think he was looking for, like, a fun hobby. Yeah. Um, so... Well, I think the way that the network has gone has created a much better, uh, a much more, like a much cooler way for us as consumers to listen to these podcasts. And it was just kind of cool how everybody just started kind of coming together in different spots. Like originally it was Dale and Josh and Andy as the network, and then you guys just kind of, and Angie, of course, but then you know everybody just kind of started coming together and shannon came in and and so just the way that that all worked but shannon how did you kind of get started with the network yeah so actually i just looked this up on my phone so i was the dcats um i was like their hundredth follower and dale sent me a special message and i was like freaking out and i would tweet at them sometimes so they i guess they kind of like knew who i was because i was kind of like mid-scale stalking them you know just how you do yeah and (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know and i mean i was trying to do book reviews so i'd write reviews and i've been trying to like kind of have my own channel or whatever and andy like just asked me if I wanted to do a review of Zootopia and I'm like heck yeah I want to do a review of Zootopia and so I wrote it up and I was so excited I was like freaking out like fangirling out of control and then like I I was listening to the show on that Monday I was at school I was in the library because like a dork I get there super early and go sit in the library and do homework and all of a sudden they were talking about me and then they asked like on the show if I wanted to be part of the network and I like I think I just like completely flipped out like the email that I sent them was like completely like fangirl emotions I was freaking out like it was just like the best moment of my life I think and I mean it is like changed me for the better I've like come out of my shell I was just writing and now look at me I'm like doing YouTube and talking to people so (laughs) it's just it's been so amazing like I owe so much to like Dale and Josh and all of them so So cool very very Mm -hmm. cool Dale, how did you get started with Decast? And I was just yeah. a listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just a listener, and uh, I wrote again. I wrote, um, I wrote something to Andy about um, the Disney uh, revival actually being more successful uh, financially and critically than the Disney Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And I like made like a like a. ABC system that showed that there were more A and there were more A um, there were more A films already in the uh, revival than there were in the Renaissance, and that that and that there hadn't been a C film yet. Whatever, right? And he like he liked it, and uh, and then I kind of then I started writing like these uh, my top five stu- uh, favorite Studio Ghibli blogs and. Um, kind of kept just writing for the, the DCAST website. And then he, 
uh, I was um, do, on my road trip down to Disneyland, and he was he um, he he was like, "Oh, do you want to meet up and stuff?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, that'd be cool. Like I'll meet you on the way, kind of down there and and stuff." Because it was on the way. He lives up right off the I five, right. and uh, and then we kind of hung out at Starbucks, and he asked me to be on the show, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, sure." And and my very first like night like i like we did it super late at night so both of our families were asleep and i was like sitting at my like front of my coffee table and i was so nervous and because like i was a fan and um it was it was really <laughs> it was real funny and uh and uh yeah and then we and we started doing it and um and he, he was and it was good like we had uh i felt like we i kind of add added some something that andy was looking for at that time and we kind of of worked well as uh, kind of more of the like um, play by play and the color commentator is how I always kind of described it. Yeah, is he was the play by play guy and I was the color commentator, and um, uh, yeah, and I I thought I I feel like the show worked really well, um, like always, like I, even to our last our last episode, like episode like one oh one twelve or something like that. Um, uh, but then I think that I've been like I was able to now kind of transition into more of a host versus a co-host, even though like we're three co-hosts. Right. Um, it just kind of took on a different role, and and there was like there's still a lot of learning, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, like I love doing the decast, and uh, like I would I would still be doing the decast. Uh, yeah. I would I'd still be doing the decast. So it was kind of a cool kind of cool and Andy I guess Andy and that was kind of also why I wanted to pay it forward to Shannon in a sense, right? Like when um when Shannon w- wrote as soon as I saw the way she writes, I was like she's smarter than both of us and um uh it would be nice to have a like a young female voice and um and we we need that in our lives <laughs> and so uh yeah and then so like right away i just was like i think it was pretty quick like how long did you you wrote for us for like maybe a few articles and i was like shannon you and yeah. me we're gonna do a podcast together <laughs> yeah and like you, even when you like yeah you're like let's do a podcast and i was like Ugh. like that yeah. first podcast we did is just yeah. me like I couldn't even like that whole podcast <laughs> i was I even, like i can't <laughs> i even remember like the first time uh, Shannon and I were talking uh, through Skype. She was like, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. like super. Like, I, I was like I, shaking. Yeah, and like you could see that she was shaking and she was smiling. She's like, yeah. And then she was talking about, about fangirling and um and she was like trying not to fangirl. And I remember, uh, I I think I don't think I was talking to. Well, I must have been talking to Josh about it. And I think I was talking to you about it. And I was like. Uh, yeah, like it, yeah, it was really nice, super nice. She kept talking about like fangirling and like trying not to fangirl, but like I don't know what she possibly <laughs> could be fangirling about. Like I didn't understand. Like I was like I don't know what the context was, and I was kind of like, oh, like, like does she mean like talking to me? Like was that what? She <laughs> yeah, was it's like I meant talking to Dale. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what? Like I like it was that like I, I just didn't 
register in my mind that yeah. that's what she could have been talking about at that moment. It was like I was talking to this person that I was listening to yeah. like every Monday, like yeah. when I was walking to class, and like all of a sudden I was skyping with this person. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh my god! I've been and now so much, especially yeah. right now, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like, what uh, is this? And, yeah, and, I totally understand. <laughs> And then now I just get like messages from Shannon being like, "I'm already here. Where are you?" Yeah, like, like, oh, I'm gonna be late. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not fine. Yeah. yeah. Now fine. we're just all coworkers at yeah, work. Fine, like, neutral face. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Upside down, smiling face. Like, yeah. where are you? It's time yeah. to start. <laughs> So you guys were kind of talking about the Friday shows, and I think that's become one of the biggest things on Network 1901 are these uh, really? different rotating shows that have that have started to come through. And um, the the coolest part is that there is, you know, you have the show for the specific amount of time, and then the next show comes in, and I think that's just so cool. And one of the shows that I think, from what I've heard from you guys on, on other shows, is that... Um, the world that never was kind of really boosted that Friday show um, kind of lineup to keep going. So, Josh, do you want to kind of explain a little bit about how the world that never was came to be, and you know what we what we can look forward to in this season two, the the magnificent season two sure. that is what is going to come on Friday. Um, okay, so here's the serious, straight up serious truth. Um, I don't listen to other podcasts that have to do with Disney. Oh, I, I listen to like Same. a very few, mm-hmm. right? I like, used to. I used to listen to like a, a bunch, but now I listen to very few, and it's because um, they're all these roundtable discussions, you know, um, press record, you know, and then we all talk about our top five favorite like lunches we've ever had at Epcot, and then we press stop. Right. And that's fine for some people. I love that people get into podcasting by doing stuff like that. But as far as a listener, I've kind of evolved um, as well, as far as like my taste and styles and what I like in podcasts. Mm-hmm. I tend to just listen changed. to stuff. Just changed. You, changed would have been fine. Evolved means that you're implying that. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm definitely. I'm yeah. definitely Josh a Pokemon that has moved up. Yeah, yeah level. that you're above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely just hit level thirty-two. All right. Definitely. Um, definitely but yeah my i guess like yeah my um preference for podcasts changed uh and i've i found myself (laughs) listening to stuff that's more um mystery or more of like a a narrative tale and this kind of arcing ideal of like you can't have a show every week because it will have to have an ending Mm -hmm. and when we came up with the idea for Network 1901, um, it was really Dale's, I think, idea to say, okay, well, Monday will be the D-cast, and that now it's the Disney Culture Club, and, Tuesday, and uh, Wednesday will be Modern Mouse Radio. And what are we going to do for Friday? And we kept thinking about, like, you know, maybe we'll bring people in as, like, a guest to, like, showcase their um, thing or whatever. And it just kind of evolved into this idea of, like... Shannon and Dale had this idea for doing um, explain this book to me and they you know it was an idea of like they're going to do a book and then eventually the book has to end so they'll do like a series of you know a book and and that'll kind of take up different times so the idea really spun from explain this book to me of like there will be six episodes of this book 
and then we'll have to move on to another book or we'll have to do something else. And so we were kind of coming up with ideas and I just thought of this idea for the world that never was. I'd written um, articles. That was the first thing that I actually got into doing. Like these guys were writing blog posts for the DCAS. I was writing blog posts um, for WDW Radio, which is probably one of the top Disney podcasts. Yeah, with Lou. With Lou Mangiello. Sure. And uh, I, was, I was writing for his blog and I was writing every other week for him and I really kind of fell, fell in love with this idea of writing this world that never was history of things that didn't get built but Modern Mouse Radio had really become this uh, show about social change and, and how Disney um, matters to the world and how like the world impacts Disney and, and so forth and so I wanted to revisit the world that never was articles I wrote and instead of just like talking about uh, you know, all the things that would have been built, but they didn't. So, so sad. Sorry. Uh, I wanted to talk about the reasons why those things didn't get built, like the social issues of the people who died or the politics or whatever went into it and interview people and try and kind of figure out um, what the rest of the world thinks of this and like kind of unraveling uh, a little mystery. Um, you know, season two is full of stories that they're going to be different from season one. Uh, season two, the first episode is about business and, um, you know, dealing with customers and things like that. It's, it's very kind of like a surface story about business. Uh, and it's about the wizarding world of Harry Potter and how Disney almost had the wizarding world, but JK Rowling, Warner brothers and Disney couldn't all agree. And then the deal went to universal instead. Um, the second episode is going to be slightly different. You know, it's going to be um, more about land acquisition. And we're going to have an episode coming up about um, alcohol sales. We're going to have different episodes about different things, and they all relate back to Disney. And people kind of have loved the style of what I've been doing and interviewing people and having several interviews on. It really plays out like... Um, like a documentary, like an audio documentary. Like serial is a good way to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. Missing. And we have all yeah. these ideas. We, you know, we have all these ideas for other Friday shows that we want to do. Um, Shannon and I are working on one now that's going to come up after the world that never was. Uh, you know, explain this book to me is going to be kind of a continuing series, which is kind of nice. Like it's a great show to, um, you know, be able to just plop in there. And say like, so okay, we're gonna do two. talk books. Right. <laughs> yeah. Except for season two, that was terrible. Yeah, don't you don't have to listen to season. Don't two. listen to season two. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, and like, and Friday, like the Friday shows keep going, right? We did discovering Star Wars. Um, yeah. We're going to be doing discovering Harry Potter. Right. The um, and with no Andrew. No one's uh -huh. doing shows like this. Yeah. For in terms of like Disney or, or mm -hmm. entertainment and stuff, most people do an ongoing weekly show, yeah. and so and it's we're kind like, of nice yeah, to sorry. do the arcing yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. and and I like I was kind of thinking about it, like you know, in a, like a year or so, we're gonna like look at like look at how many different types of podcasts we've done uh, in, in this period of time. Like we're kind of build. It's like it's like uh, Josh's live stream. He did nine days two hours he did 18 hours at disneyland um give or take a video drop and, and like people like people aren't doing that and i wish like josh would be recognized for that type of thing you know like um josh has really brought um an intelligent 
but fun eye to Disney. You know, I think that Josh has this ability to, um, like, because actually, like, like we, Josh and I were, and Shannon were talking about how surprised we were about the age of the people that listen to us. Right. Um, because you would think, for us, in my mind, we think we, we probably slant older, right? Like, we probably get, like, people our age, mm -hmm. like, 30s, late 20s, whatever. But we don't. We get people like you and people like Shannon. Um, and I don't know if it's because we're talking about something you like, but we're not dumbing it down ever. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. we're just kind of, you know, you know, in the moments on the DCC when I've talked about um, politics or family or religion and stuff like that, it's never from a place of um, prejudice or distrust trust it's always from a place of inclusion right like it's always um it's always like you know or at, at maybe at worst a place of concern <laughs> you know like, sure. um, well and we where, show we definitely show uh, our bias you know like when people yeah, like you could definitely like, know like they're like our opinions are known and we kind of encourage people to share their opinions about yeah. serious things but we're never like might our have opinions a right yours is wrong yeah like, never like that yeah mm -hmm. but but i would i would say that like the three of us though like one of the things that we do have in common is that we're we're not necessarily like uh, and a, a way to explain it is like we're not necessarily like left wing or right wing in, in all aspects. We we take like a very we just like look at every situation or every idea and we're like, well, what's how do we handle this? How do we target this? You know, like when we, it, and it's just like we take that that way with um, coming up with a show on Friday. We're not like how are we going to do the network 1901 way of this show. We're like, here's an idea. How do we approach this idea? And um, we are all I gray Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I think as I think our gray Jedi ways really um, is has made it. Like I, there were times where Josh and I were like, "How are we going to come up with a show for Friday all the time?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. What if we? What well, now we, there's like too many ideas on the table. Yeah, now there's right? too many ideas on the table. You can send uh, my way. I need more content. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. Like you know. We're, we're we are very like we're all about inclusion and we do want to build this community of kind of I, for me i feel like it's a, a community of loners and outcasts yeah. and um I, we're I the feel, island of misfit toys yeah, yeah. 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 magnet face we are all empty cups uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the professional right and uh he legitimate he makes us legitimate but yeah, uh, makes it, he does but it, but it I'm like totally it you know, but it's it's tough too, right? Because, you know, we we do get requests from people or ideas, and people are like, "Oh, when are you going to add new people to the network?" and and stuff like that. And, and yeah, like it's do like you know, you want to you want to be fair to everybody because like we could like people ask like you know, um, we had someone who asked asked us to write blogs for us, and it's like. You know, okay. First, like, first off, like, do we want to be writing blogs on Network 1901? Is that something we want to provide? Um, and like, we don't want to bring someone on and then, you know, and like overpromise and overcommit. So like, we're really just like now that it's kind of like like us three, um, we're really just trying to, um, like build our core of of us right. and 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 then. I think there will be a time again where we bring like people can come on, but 
I think we I think we'll just like as like we'll keep the core as like like as a leadership group right um, and <laughs> and then we each might maybe like bring on uh, like a, a, a person or something like that you know gotcha. we haven't it, it's um it, it's 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 crazy because you don't like I don't know I didn't think people wanted to to to, to be a part of anything part you created of, right? like when I, on the DCC when I put it out there I'm like hey like like everybody like you know like and I, I still mean this and I like come like hang out with us if you're going to D23 like like people are like we're going to do a meetup and I was like well like just come hang out with us like right. you know you know yeah, 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 yeah. meetup accomplished but then people are like yeah I'm super excited to ha- come hang out with you and it was like oh like uh, oh like people were listening and they do want to actually spend time with me that like that's a weird it's <laughs> a weird feeling right yeah <laughs> For sure, for sure. All right, so kind of wrapping up this Network 1901 kind of conversation, where do you guys see the network going in the next... We'll make it very, like, not even make it as broad, but we'll, we'll say three years. Where do you guys see the network going in three years? We'll start with Josh. I don't even know, man. Like, I, <laughs> we kind of take it, like, day by day. Like, we're always just, like, so baffled. Like, earlier it was, like, uh, you know, I was able to pay... When we first started, like we started a year ago, pretty much to Memorial to Day, Day weekend. Yeah, yeah it's, it's almost like right now. And so, uh, you know, we all chipped in some money to like buy um, the usage to be able to, you know, put our our podcast out there on iTunes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the year came up and it was like, okay, now you owe another $100 to be able to, you know, have a whole year of, um, of podcasting. And within that year we'd been able to start making a little bit of money from like the youtube revenue and like from being able to have advertisers and some other things and sell t-shirts and stuff um patreon and because of that i was able to just like use this like little piggy bank of money that we have and we don't have a lot um you know but like we were able to like feed that and fund it and that's kind of cool. And I think that, you know, with hopefully within three years, we can all say that we've been working this part-time job for free. And now, you know, we can each take a paycheck from it, you know, even if it's something small. Um, I I don't have, like, huge plans because we just continue to kind of make small goals mm-hmm. and go from there. Uh, I mean, we'd love to say, like, hey, we're huge and, like, we're doing great things and everybody knows about us. But we, like, when I did that live stream, sometimes there'd be 20 people, and sometimes there'd be more, and sometimes there'd be two people. And I treat the live stream or I treat anything that we're doing um, the same way. Like, I don't care if my audience is one person or 100 people. Like, I, I treat everyone like I'm talking to them individually and that they're a part of this community. And so I think our end goal in general is just to have a larger community and to kind of gain people's trust and, um, and help them, I don't know, overcome whatever they have to overcome and, and be a part of a bigger family of friends, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and like, and that's also not like, there's a couple things like, that's not to say that there aren't times where Josh and I are like crying on the Slack chat room, like, why does no one like <laughs> yeah. like us or watch our stuff? And then Shannon's and, like, over here, like, guys, just it just like, takes time. Fine. And we're just like, but we're putting so much work into it. Like, um, okay. <laughs> uh, but then, like, you know, then 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 the next day, like, 
uh, someone like Skylar will write us a, a, yeah. um, a post and it will be like, you guys, uh, you know, have you make me feel like I'm a part of something and I and you always preaching uh, inclusion and acceptance and you know right. uh, you you keep me motivated to accomplish my own tasks it's like okay I didn't know we were doing that <laughs> like, like 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 that I was hoping we like like hit 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 home for some people but like you know so um for me I guess like just to continue to like get messages like that from people uh, um and just kind of keep making a difference in people's lives and um and yeah like yes it would be great if i could move my family down and live with josh and angie in a giant awesome house and uh, <laughs> and, uh josh and angie would even if we could that. afford separate ones even if yeah. we could afford separate ones uh but and uh, and be at the parks all the time because what like what i would really like to do um is like uh you know the show that josh does day at disney like really that that's what i want to be doing like that's <laughs> like that the, that's like i went to josh i was like josh i need you to be doing this show for me <laughs> because <laughs> i really i really and um and that's like i would love like at d23 like what i want to do is like go around and like ask people questions and stuff like that and um i don't know i just like kind of interviewing and stuff like that and being a part of it i kind of want to also like um in canada we do this uh magical uh wonderful world of disney every sunday at like six o'clock they do that and i kind of want to be like the canadian walt disney like <laughs> you know what i mean like i want to be like i want to intro that show that would be like a real dream of mine um awesome. yeah because i think like i feel like i got the i feel like i got the market pretty cornered on the like knowledgeable entertainment disney guy right mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like Canada is a pretty small place. I'd know the other person if there was Canada one. Canada is a pretty small place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to Disney bound in a place that's not my backyard or my yeah. garage. Yeah. <laughs> um, July, I mean, July. Yeah, yeah, July. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ultimate goal would it'd be so nice if like I I could do this in nothing else yeah. and just like devote all of my time to this. But really, like all I care about is like even if we're just talking to one person, if that person feels like they've made a connection with us and they feel like they're part of something then i know that like what i'm doing is valid and what i'm doing is for a reason because it's like to me I, I never feel like i'm talking to dead air because eventually it's gonna find that person that needed that in that moment and it's gonna connect so with me yeah. it's just kind of growing that right now yeah and that's like the like that's the thing that we both like i think the three of us all have and what's good because we're a team um is that we like we acknowledge that we are like we would like to ha try to bring in money to help make it so we could do this more but we're doing this more mm -hmm. we want to do this more because we like connecting with people yeah. and we yeah, like, like doing it like i love doing the podcast i love doing dcc um like i wish i could be spending time just editing videos and instead making more videos instead of working or you know and like and it's it's like so tough like I work seven days a week on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I work from um, eight in the morning till nine o'clock at night. And I, but I also have like two children <laughs> that I spent, try to spend all my like other time with. Um, and then I have like an, a friend who wants to come over every once in a while or like a birthday party um, or, 
you know, I've got to fix the toilet now, or the door handle broke recently, so now i got to fix that because we <laughs> bought our own apartment. Like, right. it, it, and if I could just have, you know, if I could have eight hours a day to just make content for people and reach out to people, like, that would be just the dream. Like, I, that would be the thing I was working towards. When I was in high school, I used to make videos. I called it the Dale Green Show. And I did like Tom Green. <laughs> well, of course, Tom <laughs> Green was a. I'm Canadian. Um, I did uh, Tom like Tom Green uh, videos, where I made like backyard lightsaber fights for French class. Um, you know, like uh, yeah, like it was. No one wanted to do improv in, in my school except for me, my one friend, and a bunch of grade eights. So I was like, all right, grade eights, like you're on the. You're on the improv team. You're going to be the only grade eights in the entire tournament, but let's do it. Uh, and we were terrible, and we were terrible every night, and no one thought we were funny at all. And I would always still like show up, do it, uh, because I just like I love performing and I love connecting with people. And and uh, and yeah, and like to this day, like one of my proudest moments was, was like uh, like winning an award for playing a game show host in a play. Like it's in, like I'm a part of a dream sequence. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, but like, that was like, you know, but just, there was a moment where that, that first moment when someone came up to me, was like, you know, like that, cause it was a play about suicide and people dealing with suicide. And I was the comic relief in the, in the play. I, like I was the palate cleanser. Mm -hmm. And for someone was like, you know, like I like it, it's so hard for me to sit through that play because it just like really hits home. But when I know that you, when I hear the your line, the line coming up leading into when you come out on a stage, like I it keeps me coming every time. And I was like, oh, wow. And and when I would do the play, I would stand behind the curtain waiting for him to come out and you could hear like the rustling in people's seats because we again we like we went we performed it every, almost every night in high school um and you could hear people like moving around and we toured it around to high schools and stuff um and you could hear people like rustling and like you'd be like oh sh 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 this is part. and like that moment i'm like like just like connecting with people and meaning something to people um especially when like i didn't feel like uh, growing up i was important enough um for my like my parents to like be home you know um, to feel important in other people's lives, um, I think is something that just has driven me, uh, like my whole life, is to feel important. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you are important to me for sure. <laughs> Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays are the days that I look forward to in the oh, week. Jack. And it's just so cool oh. that I get to talk to you guys now, and that we're gonna get to hang out at D23. But you know, <laughs> I'm fangirling over here as well. I want to go party. Fangirl party. I want to. I like that he knows. I like that he properly used fangirl. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really quickly before I let you guys go, I want to do a quick little rapid fire, um, super quick questions with you, and we're gonna go around from Josh to Dale to Shannon, and we're gonna go super quickly. So, Josh, okay. favorite park. Favorite any, park, Disneyland. Any. Okay, cool. Dale? Animal Kingdom. Uh, Harry Potter World. Just kidding. I've never been there. <laughs> Just Disney World. <laughs> well, yeah, then I'd switch to Harry Potter World as well. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What park at Disney World? Magic Kingdom? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. 
What about um your favorite land in your favorite park? Adventureland. New Orleans Square. Mm, Tomorrowland, but it needs work. Well, yeah, that we all wish it was Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all do. Yeah, we but all it's still <laughs> my favorite because I've yeah. ridden every yeah. single ride in that land. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, what about... All of mine have pet cups. <laughs> what about your favorite attraction? Jungle Cruise. Space Mountain? Hmm? Yeah. Rock and roller coaster. I go in between a bunch. Gotcha. Usually the mountains. <laughs> Usually between the mountains. Solid. Yeah, when I heard about a volcano mountain, I was like, yes, more oh, mountains. Seriously. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay, what about a favorite animated Disney? Oh, God. Favorite animated Disney movie? Three Caballeros. 101 Dalmatians. Right now, it's still Zootopia. Nice. Okay, favorite live-action Disney movie? That's hard. There's so many more. Um, <laughs> so many. I mean, I, the, the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we, uh, I guess, yeah, if we're, yeah. I would have to say Pirates of the Caribbean then, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess Beauty and the Beast was actually pretty excellent, though. Yeah, yeah. that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Star Wars, duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, great. Oh, oh it is a good song. one. Yeah. It's a good one. All right, what about your favorite character in the parks? Favorite <laughs> character? Um, Dr. Facilier. Oh, Princess Tiana. <laughs> I've, uh, I, I'm gonna have to if say you Peter don't Pan say Naveen, just because it's my uh, joy. Well, I ha- I'm obsessed. I have to meet Peter Pan. Gotta meet Peter Pan. Yeah. I have a problem. <laughs> Although Naveen is my second favorite Disney prince. <laughs> no, Princess Tiana is just like she's so, uh, just, just so good, especially at um, Ariel's Grotto. Oh yeah. Like I feel like she. Because she can be a bit sassy, mm-hmm. um, it she can like really work with the kids who are shy better. You know? Yeah. 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 She's kind of got that personable personability yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, all right, a little bit of a tricky one. Your favorite character who is only in the parks? Somebody like the Hatbox Ghost, or um, who would be another one that's only in the parks? Uh, like, like, I mean, push the I've got mine right can. away. Oh, I know one. I'm gonna knock this one out of the park. Okay, Boom. Josh, this let's guy. get it. Knocking out of the park. Uh, Figment, for sure. Good call. Br'er Bear, because oh. right, he's not. They're not anywhere now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I guess we yeah, can kind of yeah. count that. Yeah. I just my, my most on my eighth birthday, I got that when my first trip, I got a Br'er Bear porcelain statue. Cool. Um, back before it was apparently racist. I don't know how it became <laughs> post-racist, but... Um, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine actually is the talking trash can, so... Nice. There's a talking trash can? Hashtag bring back... Yeah, yeah. not anymore, though. Not anymore. Mm. Oh. But it was but so there is a, there's was a it new, Tomorrowland? There's, yeah. there's a new talking robot that wanders Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah? It doesn't... At is that... But, and then they, but then they have the one at... Um, Autopia that just stands there, right? Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, thinking. well, and uh, that one's at Tomorrowland at, at Magic Kingdom. Uh, we don't have that at, at Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no talking robot at Disneyland. 
Gotcha. <laughs> okay, what about your favorite uh, soundtrack from a Disney movie? I mean, can I just say Guardians of the Galaxy? Because it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. for real. <laughs> Seriously. I've got a Spotify uh, playlist right now with both Volume 1 and Volume 2, and you just shuffle that sucker, and it is... Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> I own that on vinyl. I also own Aladdin on vinyl, but I can't find it, and that makes me mad. But, um, Robin Williams' Friend Like Me, right? Like, that's, oh. that's, a, that's a good song. But... That is a great song. Yeah. All, right, so All the songs from Hercules are oh. my favorite. Hercules <laughs> is so underrated. Oh, yes. I love it so much. <laughs> I love that movie. Definitely, for sure. I'll find my way. I can go the distance. All right, we found a new Friday show. It's Dale Sings soundtracks from different Disney yeah. <laughs> don't encourage him yeah that's called explain this book to me when yeah for like, real he'll interrupt me <laughs> with extra song. episodes <laughs> alright what about your favorite Disney snack churros beignets yeah I like beignets yeah. did you guys try the or I guess Josh would be the only one who could have tried these but did you try the, the golden beignets when they I did. I tried the golden churro and the beignets. I saw the churro. And the churro is much better. Cotton candy. Okay. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I only did cotton candy. That was so interesting. Um, I'm glad I only did the churro then, because the I was very hardcore debating on whether to get the golden beignets. Um, yeah, the, the churro was much better. So the thing I've discovered about Disneyland churros, though, mm-hmm. is that every churro I've had outside of Disneyland is actually supposed to have. Uh, a bit of a filling inside, uh, or a dip, and Disneyland churros don't come with e- don't do either of those. Right. So that that's one thing I think they could try to do. Gotcha. With like a custard inside. I honestly I think I kind of like the way that um, there's like nothing like it's just kind of itself. But I think I would be totally up to trying something that was a little bit different. They could just have you know what they should have they should just have a churro like an actual like restaurant where it's just like all different types of churros. Or maybe not like a yeah, restaurant, we just, but like a... One just opened up here in Vancouver, and I've been thinking about doing a video about it. Oh, totally. You should, if you have time in your busy life. Yeah, seriously. Because in, yeah, on my Instagram, you know, I, I we did a thing about where I went to fly over Canada, which is Soren yeah. World. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's in Canada, and so I kind of like want to do this like series of things where it's, again, if I had uh, the time, um, <laughs> is to uh, do, like, like find your own, own little piece of Disney mm-hmm. and, like, a churro store or, or uh, you know, flying over Canada is, like, my own little pieces of Disney that I try to find throughout yeah. my own city. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Okay. Um, last two, your favorite Disney memory. Um, my favorite Disney memory uh, was being able to get engaged at Disneyland and then get married at Disney World. Very cool. I was hoping you would say those ones. Yeah, I, I was like, I mean, I have, you were kind I have of, to. You're kind you of probably to say that. Yeah. Until the Monday after, yeah. <laughs> Until the Monday after D23, then it's going to be getting to be there with me. <laughs> and yeah. me. And unfortunately not. Uh, um, it was when I first took the kids to, but it was to Walt Disney World, and um, Jude was on my shoulders, and we and we walked uh, up, and, and then we saw like everyone performing, and I like started crying, and, and he, uh, 
and then we like went on Peter Pan's flight and he just was so into Peter Pan at that time and it's so it was so beautiful at Walt Disney World's at Magic Kingdom already um that and it just just the, it was it was I got to that was when I got to experience magic again and I up until that point had not experienced magic for what you know 17 years. years yeah like yeah right yeah so uh kind of that, that was a big that was a big one yeah very very yeah. powerful so mine's probably kind of obvious but it's my most vivid disney memory and it was from when i went the first time and i met Belle, and i was like five years old but she was like pretty and she had a book and it's you know i i love disney princesses and she's always been my favorite oh, so yeah. you know absolutely <laughs> Okay, and I know we've kind of already talked about this a little bit, but my final question is, are you going to be at the D23 Expo? Yeah, of course. Yep. All three three of you will be there. Yeah, I am. We're still trying to plan out how we're going to do stuff. Yeah. Which we need to talk about all together, (laughs) because Shannon likes to plan. (laughs) I do, too. I've been trying to do the same thing. Uh, Same. Well... Yeah, it's weird though. Like, I'm gonna be there at the after. I'm gonna be there longer after D23 because mm-hmm. I thought they're longer be, before. And she's long, there longer before, which I actually think will be good. Yeah. Uh, in the but, long run, I mean, I think run. we should like take a day and just do like half of it at D23, and then spend the rest in the park so we can all three be there together or something. Yeah, I feel like Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually we bought uh, two single days. We did Friday and Saturday. And then we're going to do Sunday and Monday in the parks. But we did a four-day park hopper anyway because we got the email from the uh, D23. And they were like, here's your, like, um, discounted tickets because you bought tickets for D23. And I was like, yes. I still have that email, but I think it, like, expired because I haven't bought park tickets. And I'm like, I don't know how I should do this thing. Yeah, actually, it needs to wait a couple of paychecks anyway. (laughs) What? Yeah, what's tough for me too is like, oh, sorry, but it just, um, I I just like I there's like things I want to do with Josh that aren't like I want to go to like uh, I want to go to the comedy store. I want to go see wrestling. I want to like like (laughs) uh, there's like other things that Josh and I love. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like, we, yeah, <laughs> you know. uh, no, for real. Like, we, like, you gotta understand, like, I don't know if there's been a friendship that has been so close and so interactive for so long <laughs> that, like, See, just hasn't been able to be This is more reasons why I ship jail. <laughs> jail. Yeah, yeah. No, I, like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I bet you no one goes to wrestling with him, and he has amazing wrestling happening under his nose right now. And I'm like, oh, I sh-, you know, anyways, I'm always just thinking about Josh. <laughs> always, <laughs> always, always. Well, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. And Shan, those uh, that email won't expire until like the week we go to D23, so you can start. Oh, sweet! I was yeah, I get paid again out. this week. So oh, really? So you can go. buy t- you can buy park tickets with a discount because you're going to D23. Yeah, and yeah. Also, they send an email. Um, there's Twilight tickets, which is where you go after 4 p.m. and they're only like 70 bucks, something like that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, this well, is why we need the plan, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get them to plan, yeah. Yeah. and I even gave Dale my dates, and then he went and did different dates. My like, Dale, what are you doing? Oh, Dale, this is not the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had to work around what I think could work for my family. Shannon. Uh-huh, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all know who is more important here, Dale. Josh. Yeah. 
Definitely right. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm just like, yeah, sure. Whenever you guys want to show up, just show yeah. up. Yeah, I'll Basically. be here. I'm making years, and then I'll I'll be there. <laughs> just whenever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, well, that will wrap up this special special episode of turning on to Harbor. Thank you guys so much for coming on and being the first group of the first guests on this new kind of adventure that I'm going on where I'm going to interview as many podcasters and YouTubers about Disney as possible. Um, if people want to get in touch with um, all of you together and then all of you individually, how can they do that? Uh, you can find us at network1901.com. That's the easiest place to see everything that we're doing. But uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can either uh, join us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, uh, which are all at network1901. Um, the easiest place to get a hold of me personally on Twitter is at Modern Mouse Josh. Yeah, and we also have uh, Pinterest, which is just Network 1901, and you can find me at McCarter Shannon on Instagram and Twitter, and then I'm also all over Pinterest by myself because Pinterest is life. So, which is just uh, Shannon McCarter. <laughs> yeah, I was checking and... Pinterest the other day. Everyone <laughs> content. And, and uh, I'm at Dale Wentland on the tweets and the Instagrams, and uh, yeah, at Network 1901 for anything else. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you tweet, if you direct message tweet, as Jack knows, um, it sometimes takes a couple days because I'm not used to it. So, but, but it all uh, in the end, as we've seen <laughs> right here. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that is it for the show. We will see you guys later. Oh my gosh, I totally just did Dale's You thing. just did a double so hand sorry, right, Oh no! That's, uh, so my go. lawyers Let's will be contacting your lawyers. <laughs> you, I've uh, trademarked the double hand right. <laughs> So, it's like the word react. <laughs> what yeah. I was going to do is I was going to say we'll see you guys later and then then I was going to have all of you do your individual sign-offs. Oh, you want us? Yeah. The coolest sure. thing is everyone has their signature sign-off. So here we go. We will see you guys later. Bye, double hand wave. Bye. Keep on moving, people. Full circle. I love it. <laughs>